Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. Hey, everybody, Todd Jeffries here for Rhino Shield. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, they're offering a 15% discount. For a free quote, Texas Rhino Shield at 855 Rhino TX. That's 855 Rhino TX. And online, Texas Rhino Shield. The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. 705 here on the Todd and Oz Show. Join us at 512-836-0590. It's a convoy of truckers. They call themselves God's Army, headed to the southern border to help in the standoff. Yeah, Texas is bracing for a a convoy of truckers. They're expected to arrive in Eagle Pass along the U.S.-Mexico border in Texas uh, Saturday, February the 3rd. Uh, the convoy uh, is uh, is of a, a so-called group called the Christian Conservatives that refer to themselves as God's Army. They claim that they're sending a message to the Biden administration about border security. Uh, the group claims that dark forces are working together with the U.S. government to keep the border wide open. The convoy is expected to leave uh, today from uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. They're, they're, in a quote, they say this is a biblical monumental moment that's been put together by God. Um, and then uh, I mean, they, they say that it's definitely we're being besieged on all sides by dark forces. And, and they feel like they, they are truly doing God's work and the work that the federal government is refusing to do. Two weeks ago, the Texas National Guard seized control of that park. They were in Eagle Pass and put up the razor wire to keep the U.S. Border Patrol out. And well, the, then the Supreme Court ruled the federal government, not Texas, as the authority over the border. And well, basically said the Border Patrol agents could remove the razor wire. And well, Greg Abbott responds with putting more up, of course. Uh, but according to the story, Texas uh, continues to ignore the ruling and is refusing to allow federal agents access. Good. Hold the line. The governors from uh, more than, uh, I guess, 25 states have now uh, signed on, and they agree with what's, uh, what the governor, Greg Abbott, is doing right now in Texas. Yeah. In fact, the only uh, Republican governor to not sign on and side with Greg Abbott is uh, the guy up there in Vermont. They, they've got a Republican governor in Vermont, but he's not. he did not sign on to to back Greg Abbott. Did you say why? Uh, I didn't see why, but uh, I'm not surprised given that it's Vermont. That, uh, but that might be the case. What do you mean? Well, you know, I mean, they're, he's, a, he's a, a Republican governor in a deeply blue part of the, of the country. You know, he's probably just trying to, to keep his job. Listen, Republicans have blasted Joe Biden after the U.S. military announced that three of our troops have been killed and as many as 25, maybe more, injured in a drone attack uh, in Jordan. This happened yesterday. And in fact, Senator Tom Cotton, he's a Republican from Arkansas, he says Joe Biden emboldened Iran for years by tolerating attacks on our troops, bribing the Ayatollahs with billions of dollars and appeasing them to no end. He left our troops as setting ducks, and now we have three of them and dozen, three dead and dozens wounded. Sadly, I've predicted this would happen months ago. That's what Senator Tom Cotton, uh, the Republican from Arkansas, had to say in a statement. Uh, several Republicans are calling for uh, some sort of uh, offensive against Iran. Uh, Tom Cotton, on behalf of uh, uh, folks in Arkansas, I extend my deepest condolences to the families of those fallen warriors. Uh, Lindsey Graham, the Republican from South Carolina, said the Biden administration's policy of deterrence against Iran has failed miserably. Well, yeah. 
Uh, and you'll still have people out there that, that are going to argue that, that, that those billions of dollars that were unfrozen had nothing to do with any of this stuff that's been going on. We know that's not uh, true. But, but clearly it has. So, you know, we paid now. We've likely helped fund the deaths of, of you know, our own people mm. overseas. And what do you do? You know, I, I mean, you can't just sit there and let that go. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't just be attacked and say, okay, well, that's fine. Now you have to respond. But they're saying, well, let's go hit Tehran. And I, I mean, I don't know if that's going to a good idea for anybody. Here's what Lindsey Graham says. He says there have been more than 100 attacks against U.S. forces in the region. Iran is undeterred. He says, I'm sending my condolences to the families of those fallen heroes in Jordan. I'm also wishing for a full recovery of those injured. Our forces in Jordan and Syria are there to protect the American homeland and provide stability in that troubled region. Their service and sacrifice will always be appreciated, is what he says. Now, uh, Ted Cruz blasted Joe Biden and uh, administration officials for making uh, a day one decision not to uh, just appease the Iranian regime, but indeed enable the Ayatollah to attack Americans and American interests across the Mideast. He's right. Nobody, uh, n- n- no country over there is undeterred by anything American-related, right? I mean, not, not with Joe Biden at the helm. No. Donald Trump, in a, you know, he re- released a statement. He said, you know, this attack never would have happened if I was president, not even a chance. He said the Iran-backed Hamas attack on Israel never would have happened, the war in Ukraine. And I think a lot of this is absolutely true. I mean, would this have happened if Donald Trump still was at the helm? I, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, listen, there have been more than 150 attacks against U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria since mid-October. Uh, well, ever since uh, since uh, Hamas broke the truce, broke the uh, broke the uh, you know the peace treaty, if you will, there and uh, attacked those kids at that concert. Yeah. Tom Cotton, Lindsey Graham, both military veterans, they're calling for retaliation. They want uh, they want Iran to feel it. Uh, jump in here at 512-836-0590. Well, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's uh, opening up a whole new, new can of worms right there. And, and if we think we've got problems now, you know, I, I just... Well, it's not a can of worms we opened. No, it's not. Maybe we should be the ones to close the can. Well, then, you know, Tom Cotton says, all right, take serious and decisive action. If you're going to do something like that, you've got to commit. You know, you really have to commit in a way that we haven't committed probably since World War II. And I don't see this com- <laughs> I don't see this administration, our military nowadays, I don't see us committing the, what would need to be done. Let's get to the phones. Let's squeeze in uh, Tony checking in from West Austin this morning. Tony, what's on your mind? Well, I'm just listening with a little dismay on uh, what you guys were talking about this morning. I saw it in the news about mm-hmm. the three servicemen that were killed. Mm. You know, we've endured now, I don't know, 120-some-odd attacks, and, and it's pretty clear that it's, you know, sanctioned by Iran, supported by. And, you know, when Biden came into office, he relieved all of those sanctions and, and removed, I think it was the Houthis from the terror watch list, or designated terror list. Mm-hmm. And then we opened the southern border where, you know, we have no idea who's coming through there. Uh, we've caught 100-and-some-odd, 160-some-odd known people on the known terrorist watch list. And if you go back to World War II, there's a book written by a guy named Pierce O'Donnell about the story of the Nazis who sent a group of uh, infiltrators into this country by submarine with intent of destroying the infrastructure of America during the war. And we're seeing this same thing happen again. It happened before 9-11. We have these people coming into this country. We don't have a clue who they are, but we know one thing for sure, and it's not with good intent. And we're sitting and allowing this to happen over and over. And... I don't understand how this administration 
can sit back and watch, intently watch what's going on and support what is being done to this country. It makes no sense to me at all. It's bizarre. What makes even less sense is how we could even think about putting this guy back into office. I'm not even sure we can handle another four years of Joe Biden. Mm -mm. There's no way. Yeah. He won't be there. That's even the scarier part. Who is really behind what is going on in the White House? And it's not Joe Biden. He doesn't have the capacity to do it. No, 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 Tony, you're you're, you're spot on. Uh, I, I don't think we've been, ever been more vulnerable ever. You know, with an open border the way it is. Yeah. And, you know, the known terrorists that have come in. And, and, and the administration can't even say if they've kept track of them. How about this one guy that came across just two weeks ago from Azerbaijan that just got out of prison? Not a peep from them. I haven't heard anybody, uh, any any law enforcement agency say, yeah, we, we got him. We're nothing. tracking him. We're, we're sending him back. You know, nothing like nothing. Yeah. Nothing, Tony. Nothing. And they can't account for 85,000 children. Yeah. 85,000 children are missing in America that it came across the border with no parent, no adults. Now they've been scattered all across the country, and the administration has no idea where they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's horrible, Tony. It's it's what you're describing is what you're describing is the symptoms of a country that's on the verge of collapse. You know, look at the Roman Empire 300 years. They let the barbarians in, didn't they? <laughs> that's exactly right. And they, what's the first thing they did? They destroyed the aqueducts, the infrastructure into the city of Rome. It's classic. It's just incredible. We're sitting back and watching it happen to us. Yeah. Tony, All thanks. Right, Appreciate it, Tony. Have thanks, a safe Tony. Uh, safe drive out there. 719, uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. I do think that, uh, you know, the, the sort of border, the sort of efforts, securing of the border efforts that, that you'd get under Donald Trump, not anything that you would get under Nikki Haley. Uh, and and I, I, uh, obviously, that's domestically, that's got to be addressed first and foremost. I think Nikki Haley would bomb Tehran. Probably, probably. She but, loves know, a good war. But, you know, Donald Trump said, you know, he, he said we need, uh, because this attack, uh, it's the first time that U.S. troops have been killed since that October 7th attack last year. Donald Trump says we need an immediate return to peace through strength so that there'll be no more chaos, no more destruction, no more loss of precious American lives. Yeah. So is that what it's going to take? Do we need, I mean, do we need to respond, you know, and twice the force to, yeah. to make an impact. I know that uh, they don't put the the two Navy SEALs in that category. I think more needs to be addressed and investigated about the deaths of those two Navy SEALs. I wonder the Red Sea, right? I wonder how much else we'll hear. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, they were casualties of war, right? We're in war, sure, and they were casualties of this uh, this proxy war. Yeah, yeah. It's just that there there are a lot of questions. There are a lot of things that don't make sense. You know uh, that. Uh, I, I think I wonder if we'll ever get answers to. It is uh, seven twenty. Uh, a millionaire con woman who built uh, you the the U.S. taxpayers via the military. She got to retire with benefits. Really, she's a military uh, millionaire con woman accused of scamming the U.S. Army out of uh, one hundred million dollars. Has been allowed to retire with full benefits despite being under a criminal investigation. Janet Mello. She's accused of using an ill-gotten, uh, you know, the ill-gotten money to buy 80 supercars and 31 homes. She was arrested in December, but pleaded not guilty and is due to return in court in February. She's from San Antonio. In the meantime, her sweet set of uh, civil servant retirement perks remains unfrozen. The military admitted that there was nothing they could do to strip her from, uh, you know, from her because she was protected under federal law. And, uh, and that was held up, uh, you know, in government bureaucracy. So she, she still gets her, she's 57 from San Antonio, 
And uh, she was not held, uh, you know, in jail ahead of her trial and is accused of uh, a six-year fraud, stealing more than $100 million from the people of this country. Sounds like she got greedy. You know, she should have stopped at 30 houses, you know, but that 31st. She allegedly created a shell company in 2016 to stash a huge sum of money destined uh, for uh, military youth programs across the country. She basically had a fake nonprofit that was designed to help uh, the children of military, uh, you know, families. And uh, it was fake, and she was pocketing the money. Wow. Wow, that's pretty low. It's always amazing to me how people can run scams like that for so long and rack up such a huge dollar amount. Well, she, uh, she, she, uh, well, she finally, uh, well, the IRS agent started digging into her finances and how she was able to afford, you know, the luxury properties, vacations, and supercars. An Army spokesperson said the command has no authority to impact Miss Mello's retirement. And while there are exceptions to, uh, you know, for treason and bigger offenses, there's no similar statutory authority for denying retired pay uh, based on a conviction or other offenses. Wow. Yeah. Albert Flores is Mello's attorney and told the San Antonio Express his client uh, earned it, referring to the retirement benefits. Really? Well, it may be past so, six, but past six years you've been scamming the government, scamming the people. I don't think that's earning it. Well, no, no, no. And 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 let's say, let's just say for the sake of argument, she did earn it. I would say probably the amount that she stole would would eat up all of those earnings. You know, you got to pay a lot back. Mello worked as a civilian finance manager at uh, at Fort Sam Houston. Her annual salary was only one hundred and thirty thousand a year. Uh, her retirement is covered by the Federal Employee Retirement Services, which offers her uh, basic benefit plan, Social Security, and uh, a thriving savings plan as well. Wow. Wow. So, and, and you say she has not, not been convicted on any of these? Well, she's, it's in the process. It's in the process. There's no doubt she did it. She's not denying this. Her attorney's not denying this. I mean, the, the paper trail is, is very clear. It's pretty obvious. She, she did stole it. more than $100 million, and this, this fake nonprofit didn't, didn't do anything. That it sounds to me like she would be entitled to absolutely nothing because you know she stole everything. That uh, she, I mean, she's somebody's going to want that money back, right? Well, she uh, she's been very cooperative in uh, in turning over uh, various assets via her attorney, and uh, and anyway, her attorney added that she'll likely see uh, uh, will likely have to sell some of her possessions, like her cattle, to reimburse the feds. Wow. You think? It's pretty low, though, running, running a, a fake charity, uh, preying on, on military families, yeah, uh, only to find out you're just pocketing everything. That's, Makes, that's very low. I mean, if this was to, able to fly under the radar since 2016, 2016, just shy of a decade. It does beg the, the question of why nobody was paying attention. Well, it begs the question, I mean, are there other, shell ga- are there other you know, scammers out there in the system? Sure, there are. Well, aside from allegedly funneling uh, army funds into uh, this defunct business that she created, Mello is also accused of forging her boss's signature on paperwork that allowed her to move the money without anyone questioning it. Ah, Prosecutors believe that uh, this is how she was able to, uh, to keep the act up for six years. Six years! You know, you got to think too. I mean, you, so you got you're, you're, you got one hundred and thirty thousand dollars salary. You're a you're a civilian work, worker in the military, and you got all these supercars, eighty supercars, thirty one houses. I mean, somebody's going to ask questions, right? Hey, how can you afford all this on one hundred and thirty thousand dollars salary? Wow, man! But no, apparently nobody did ask questions for a long time. In a, in a relatively short period of time, 
She was able to scam $100 million plus. That's good enough for government work. Assistant U.S. Attorney Justin Simmons said the uh, the Army hadn't conducted an audit of the program. While others close uh, to the uh, investigation say that the Army just worked on the assumption of goodwill of its uh, employees. Who would steal from us? Oops. A source familiar with the investigation told uh, the San Antonio Express News about the Army leadership. Uh, they they stovepiped the process to only one person. That's true. They well, gave her complete carte blanche, and she was uh, she was in charge of all the loopholes. She took advantage of it. She did as best as she could. Wow, that's about it. That's about as much as you could take advantage of it. A hundred million dollars. What an idiot! She she didn't think she was going to get caught. Yeah, nobody's going to ask questions about those thirty eighty supercars in your thirty homes. Seven thirty-three here on the Todd and Oz Show. Jump in at five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Here's Senator Ted Cruz. This is not caused by the fact that Joe Biden is incompetent, that Alejandro Mayorkas is negligent. This is the deliberate outcome they want. When Joe Biden became president, he inherited the lowest rate of illegal immigration in forty-five years, and he deliberately broke the system. He opened the border, and the numbers immediately shot up. Yeah. Now, Congress has just initiated an impeachment inquiry against Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas for his um, well, his failed handling of this border crisis. Here's newsman John Stolness. The articles of impeachment accuse Mayorkas of willful and systemic refusal to comply with current immigration law and breach of public trust. They say he's knowingly lied and made false statements to Congress. The Biden administration says House Republicans have not met the constitutional requirements for impeachment. Impeachment articles will be reviewed by a House committee tomorrow and will need to pass the full chamber in order for Mayorkas to be put on trial in the Senate. Republican Congresswoman Elise Stefanik on Fox News says this is an important step. House Republicans are the last line of defense and we're holding the Biden administration and Joe Biden accountable for the catastrophe at our southern border. Only one cabinet secretary has ever been impeached by the Senate in 1876 when William Belknap, former President Grant Secretary of War, was ousted. Meanwhile, senators spent the weekend continuing negotiations on a border deal that would open up funding to Ukraine and Israel as well. The top Republican negotiator, Senator James Lankford on Fox News Sunday, said attempts by Donald Trump and other Republicans to prevent a deal from getting done is hypocritical. Republicans four months ago would not give funding for Ukraine, for Israel, and for our southern border because we demanded changes in policy. So we actually locked arms together and said, we're not going to give you money for this. We want a change in law. And now it's interesting, a few months later, when we're finally getting to the end, they're like, oh, just kidding. I actually don't want a change in law because it's a presidential election year. We all have an oath to the Constitution. Last week, Trump pressured Republicans to oppose a deal so it can remain a campaign issue for him. On Saturday in Las Vegas, Trump taking credit for opposing it. A lot of the senators are trying to say respectfully they're blaming it on me i said that's okay please blame it on me please because they were getting ready to pass a very bad bill but biden over the weekend pressing for a deal he says so he can take action and also give me as president the emergency authority to shut down the border until it could get back under control if that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. John Stolness, Washington. Oh, he would shut the border down, huh? Something <laughs> tells me that's not true at all. Yeah. Let me squeeze in uh, Glenn and Ron Rock this morning. Glenn, good morning. Hey. Yeah. Good morning, guys. Uh-huh. So a couple points I wanted to make is, uh, first, the Republicans, are, are they're busy trying to impeach Biden on 
on a multitude of things that there have been obviously issues with, you know, a lot of the Hunter stuff, what they could do quite easily and even get a lot of the Democrats on board with is part of article two, the constitution is the take care clause, mm. which is written in stating that the president's required to enforce and take care of the laws that are already on the books. You know, they could probably possibly even get some Democrats on board with that. You're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think, uh, you know, uh, you know, they can handle multiple things at once. I, I hear what mm-hmm. you're saying, but no, you're right about the border. Absolutely. Well, I've been saying that, too. I, I think that the Republicans have really been, uh, you know, c- kind of looking in the wrong direction for, for you know, if, if they want to go after impeachment. The border seems like that is the easiest way to it. Of course, you've got some some Republican or some Democrats like Benny Thompson out of uh, mm-hmm. Missouri, I think. Uh or Mississippi, he, he's saying that uh, what's glaringly missing uh, from these articles is any real charge or even a shred of evidence of high crimes or misdemeanors, which is the constitutional yeah. standard for impeachment. But I, sure. I firmly disagree. You know, he, he's clearly not upholding his, his constitutional duty at all as president. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing I wanted to mention is I, I don't typically look too deep into, into movies and things like that. But in Sicario 3, one of the movies that came out, I guess, a couple of years ago, in the first couple minutes of the movie, uh, they've got a couple terrorists that sneak in through the border and go into, you know, like a target or something like that and set off suicide bombs. And if, if that's not exactly where we're headed, I'm going to be amazed. I think everybody strongly believes that there's going to be some sucker punches here on the homeland. Yeah. Right? I don't think there's any Absolutely. doubt about it. Right? I mean, uh, look at the war that's going on. Look at the, uh, you know, the hornet's nest that's been stirred up by Hamas uh, yep. in the Middle East over the past, uh, you know, three months. Since October yep. the 7th. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't see it ending. Israel's not going to stop defending Israel. Right? Mm-mm. No, not at all. The the border is absolutely the door to Pandora's box at this point. Absolutely. 100%. And you know what? Democrats voted for that. Joe was very, very clear on the campaign trail. Ali, Ali, Oxen Free, we're going to open up the border. He was very clear about that. Yeah. Yeah. It was every bit of this was absolutely intentional. Yeah. No doubt. Glenn, thanks for checking in, man. It is uh, 738 uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. Well, and, and he's making it more clear, you know, with this whole, his decision to, to stop approval of, of liquefied natural gas exports, which really is 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 clear retaliation than, than anything else against the, the state of Texas for keeping Border Patrol out and, you know, seizing and, and maintaining control of Shelby Park there. I mean, that that's, that, you know, it's basically like, it's like he would he would impose sanctions on any other foreign nation. Is essentially what he's done to Texas here with the liquefied. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is uh, this gas. is. Uh, it, it feels like there's a war. It, it feels like the United States is fighting a proxy war mm. using the cartels against the people of Texas. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Yeah, right. I yeah. mean, you you the LNG, the gas thing. That's that's a prime example. That's a war maneuver. I, I think it's it's an egregious thing for for the federal government to do against any, any state, and it says a lot. It sends a very loud message. It is seven thirty nine. Check this out: a former Starbucks employee has been terminated from the job at a coffee chain uh, that uh, well, basically after he confronted a robber. Yeah. In a press release, uh, Krupp Law Firm alleges that Michael Harris was wrongly terminated after stopping a robbery at the St. Louis, Missouri Starbucks location. This happened December the 17th. Yeah, the firm said that two gunmen entered the coffee shop and began robbing customers. Uh, Harris says, I thought I was going to die that day. They just walked in and announced it was a robbery, like it was a, like a scene from a movie. 
The press release said that Harris, um, he complied with Starbucks handbook rules, which recommended employees not engage the, you know, the robbery incident at the store. This includes not complying with demands from the thieves or doing anything that would uh, escalate the situation, according to sources familiar with the company protocol. Uh, Harris complied with the robbers' uh, demands until it was no longer an option for himself and others, is what uh, Ryan Krupp, the attorney representing this young man, now, when the two men demanded cash from the register, Harris said that he tried to comply with their demands, but he didn't have a proper managerial clearance to gain access to the, to the register. Because it took long, one of the thieves pistol whipped him. Uh, one of Harris and his co-workers, they noticed a portion of uh, that the weapon had broken and concluded that the gun was fake. And the trigger fell off. And that's, that's when uh, they pounced, <laughs> defending themselves. Yeah. Now, after the fight ensued, one of the men ran off, and Harris and his co-worker, Devin Jones Ransom, were able to uh, restrain the other until police arrived on the scene. But weeks after the incident, Harris said he got a call from management. He'd been fired. Of course. Of course. Because he defended himself. So I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear the part that he got, he'd been pistol whipped. I did read the part where he saw the trigger fall off and realized this is a fake gun. He's robbing these other people. We got to do something. This is your moment. Jump. But... But it makes it, it it compounds even more the fact that he was beaten by these guys. He defended himself, right? And he got fired for it. Here's what the attorney Krupp says. Uh, he says, "Out of the blue, Michael and Devin were fired from the company without explanation as to what, if any, policy was violated or what they should have done differently about the situation." Uh, Krupp said that he believes that Harris's termination is partly due to his outspokenness about the incident. Mm. Probably, yeah. Uh, Krupp says we suspect that this is partially due to Michael's openness about the numerous complaints about safety issues prior to the incident at the store. Uh, Krupp argued that Starbucks termination policy is not fair. Well, I, I think I would agree. I mean, you know, this is different than, you know, running after a guy because he's pocketing some, you know, uh, tumblers off the shelf, you right. know, and, and, and coffee mugs. That's different. You know, this is, he's beating you. He he's got attacked. physically assaulting you. What are you, what are you supposed to do, just he take got, it? He got attacked. Yeah. In other words, Starbucks policy is... Take the beating. Yeah. You as an employee should take the beating. Because we don't want to be on the there hook for any any sort of liability that could come along with you getting hurt even further by defending yourself. Ain't nobody got a job where you got to take the beating from a would-be robber. Starbucks sounds like a, it, it's just, it, it, it's all wrong here. Well, I mean, I guess they could fire anybody anytime they want, right? They, they can. Sure. Right. Sure. Right. Uh, I just, uh, this poor guy. So it, 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 insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> and, by the way, you're out of a job. 747 here on the Todd and I show. Yeah, you can join us too at 512-836-0590. Criminal defense attorney Daniel uh, Betts, he may uh, join us on the show uh, sometime in the next hour. Yeah. He's uh, he's a a GOP candidate to be uh, the Travis County District Attorney. He's got real experience in a courtroom too. And this is one of those things that, you know, I, 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 I really hope he's got some deep, deep, deep pockets because Jose Garza is, is pretty heavily funded with Soros cash. Well, there's rich people here. But in some of the, some of the stuff I heard him tell uh, in that Fox News interview, I mean, you know, he sounds like uh, uh, the solution we need at the DA's office there in Travis County. He's pointing out uh, some of the problems in the district attorney's office. Uh, you know, the, the DA, Jose Garza, uh, George Soros funded, very socialist, if you will. Right. Uh, in his war on cops, you know, that sort of thing. And uh, and we'll get to that coming up. Uh, you could join us, too, at 512-836-0590. Tony Gonzalez, he's a Republican from Texas. 
He's uh, one of those border uh, city lawmakers talking about the impeachment articles against the DHS secretary that have been released. He's live on Fox now. Let's listen in. I spent five years uh, in Iraq and Afghanistan, and that was because Al-Qaeda, no one heard of Al-Qaeda before, but they were they were bombing the USS Cole. They were bombing embassies leading up to that. Feels the exact same way. So it's imperative that all of us come together and secure this border for the safety of Americans. Yeah, as your governor pointed out, a six million illegal migrants, more than the population of 33 different states. Unbelievable. But I want to get to this. The Navy lowered the bar to enlist, and this happened again, uh, basically taking away certain educational requirements, like a high school diploma. As I understand it, you were brought into the Navy under a similar program, but I'm curious what you think of this, and also whether this lack of recruitment ability has to do with a lack of faith in the Commander-in-Chief. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I do think it's a tough time for people. Why would you want to join the military when uh, you're seeing kind of uh, the, the, the administration attack it in some ways? But I think back to my time. I hate, te- I hate hearing lowering the bar. Uh, back, you know, when I came in, when I joined in 1999, I lived on my own since I was 15 years old. I had dropped out of high school, half credit away from graduating because my grandfather, who was essentially my father, had passed away. So sometimes you're dealt a tough hand. The Navy gave me the one thing I was missing in life, which was an opportunity. And I took that opportunity. I go on to become a master chief. Once again, I served in Iraq and Afghanistan, ships, planes, you name it. So when, when I was a master chief, I never asked somebody, hey, what high school did you go to? What was your GPA? You know, what college degree you have? I always looked at the merit of the person. And I think yes. that's what we need to get back to, Kaylee. The merit of Americans that want to serve their country. And sometimes these these uh, the, the services, they need to get out of their own way. And they're bureaucracies in themselves. So if somebody wants to serve, let's sign them up and put them to work. There you go. That's uh, Tony Gonzalez uh, from uh, Texas talking about uh, military recruiting down. He's really concerned. He's a Navy guy. Sure. And uh, we've talked about this for about a year, maybe more, about this uh, military recruitment numbers are, are way down, way down. Yeah, I think that in twenty uh, last year the Navy missed its recruiting goal by almost six thousand people, and and you heard them talking a little bit about this this change to uh, you, you, some of the the way they they accept applicants now. You know, so now uh, you don't have to have a high school diploma or GED. In in a lot of cases, you have to pass certain qualification tests. I guess they turned away a few thousand applicants last year for just for educational reasons. Mm. And they said a number of them actually would have done very well on this qualification test, but because. So, you know, Tony Gonzalez makes himself as an example of, of you know, somebody without a, college or a high school diploma who could still go on to do something. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is what the Navy needs. I think it's unfortunate because I think it's a symptom of a larger problem. And it's not so much, I mean, it, it's the administration. It's, it's the, you know, top brass in the Navy and their focus is all in wonky places now and and you know kids have grown up being taught to hate their country i mean a lot of reasons why the, the it's down now well listen uh, there was a recent heritage foundation talk where a green beret uh, explained a retired green beret explained why uh why the recruiting numbers are so low mm-hmm. and uh, and he highlights it perfectly when Biden put his hand on the Bible and swore in three years ago, he inherited the most battle-hardened military the United States has ever seen. We fought a 20-year continuous war with an all-volunteer military. And that wasn't on accident. People actually trusted the United States of America. After 9-11, an entire generation was galvanized to go and fight. I did quite a few combat deployments. I don't really know many GWAT veterans that just did one or two. Most of us were repeat offenders. And so what Biden has done in the last three years has been nothing short of absolutely 
destructive, but also spectacular. The first thing he did when he came in was he said, hey, you guys have been fighting for the last 20 plus years. I don't trust you. I think if you voted for the other guy, you might be a Nazi or a white supremacist. And we have to do this extremist stand down. And then the vaccine mandate. Hey, take this shot or we'll kick you out of the military. And then we watched Afghanistan implode under his incompetence. And as General Kellogg said, no one was held accountable for that. So if you mix all three of those things together in a very short amount of time with everything else that's happening in our society, but then also coming out of 20 years of us losing these wars and not being any better off for it. Like, what did we get from Afghanistan? What did we get from Iraq? I mean, right now we're funding the exact same militias that are shooting at our troops in Iraq and in Syria. It's absolute insanity. So if you're a young man or young woman joining the military, first you're, you're confronted with the fact that there's a really good chance that the apparatus you're volunteering for might actually hit your gut. Yeah, there you go. Interesting points there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And not to mention... There's so many other career options out there for young people, right? I there mean, really you, are nowadays. You could go drive an Amazon delivery truck and make more money and not be shot at right. and not get yelled at by a drill sergeant. That's so right. there's a lot of options out there when it comes to a career right out of high school with no college degree. Well, so here we are now. You know, you're seeing uh, branches feeling like they, they, they have no other option than to, to lower the, the, the qualifications for, for admission. Navy says it, it thinks by doing this, it could get 500 to 2,000 uh, you know, new enlistments per year through this tier three applicants, uh, as they're calling it, for the first time since 2000. So, I mean, you know, we're, we're, at, a, we're at a critical point because you, I mean, now you're, you're, you're having to lower, basically lower standards, just as lower the bar, even though Tony Gonzalez doesn't like that term. It's basically what you're doing. Just as tension continues to build even more in the Middle East. Right. 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 We, we need people that, that you know, that that have an appetite to go defend to defend the nation, to defend yeah. you know American values, and I think the technology has changed things too, right? Very much so. I mean, the technology means you can go find a different job if you want, but just the technology in the battlefield. It was a drone that took out three of our troops while they were sleeping. Mm -hmm. A drone. Well, you know, I've seen some footage since this whole Ukraine Russia thing's been going on. You know, a lot of uh, drones with with cameras on them watching them just. You know, fly right over something I and think drop that, a, a pretty I, precise little bomb. I think that's why we're having this problem in the Red Sea. Before, if you wanted a naval blockade to stop something in the ocean, you needed a navy. Yeah. But now they got drones. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ. Most professional exterior paint jobs are guaranteed two to three years. Rhino Shield is guaranteed for 25 years. Hey, everybody, Todd Jeffries here for Rhino Shield. It's a ceramic coating that is eight times thicker than paint. It can be applied over any surface, including wood, bricks, stucco, steel, hardy board, vinyl, even your roof. And right now, they're offering a 15% discount. For a free quote, Texas Rhino Shield at 855 Rhino TX. That's 855 Rhino TX. And online, Texas Rhino Shield dot com.